it, so let's let's talk about this study that came out not too long ago, the Biggest Loser study, because uh, you know it was front page article in the New York Times. It was one of the most read articles in New York Times, uh, and it was based on this sort of study of about I think six or eight, maybe ten people, who went through the Biggest Loser program, followed them before and after, measured their metabolism, measured their resting metabolic rate, measured their body composition, all these things that we think matter. And they concluded that when they lost weight, they slowed their metabolism down. And then when they gained weight, they actually were at a slower metabolism even than when they started. So they were kind of in worse shape. And and it was sort of a depressing study because everybody got the message that it's hopeless. That if you just are doing the most aggressive weight loss program, you lose 100 pounds, you're destined to gain it back. There's no way out. And your body is going to always go back to that set point of being fat. And I... You know, I, I have a lot of problems with that. I'd like to hear your, your view on that study, and then I'll tell you mine. <laughs> the, the studies showed absolutely, Mark, it is hopeless. And it's hopeless to expect to exercise your way to thinness, and it's hopeless to try and starve yourself to thinness. It is not sustainable. And when you look at Gary Taub's work, the guy who wrote Good Calories, Bad Calories, they've tried this, like with, with people in prison and people in like locked metabolic wards who are paid for studies. Yeah, yeah. They go crazy yeah. when you put them on low calorie, low they fat get diets. Angry, they yeah. get mean, they dream about food, they are uh, they become cranky, right? Yeah, and it, this is not normal for us. So you have this the situation on TV where people are getting injured. Here's what's happening when you're fat your body is storing energy instead of burning it, which means mm-hmm. there's an energy deficit in the brain. And the brain is gonna tell you, store energy. Like, like there's, a, there's, there's a famine happening, even if you're eating enough for there to not be a famine, because it keeps going into fat instead of going into the brain, into the cells, into energy mm-hmm. in the body. So it's an energy partitioning problem. Instead of using it, you're saving it, which mm-hmm. creates a shortage, which mm-hmm. makes you feel hungry, makes you have these cravings, it makes mm-hmm. you do this over and over. It's, mm-hmm. it's really a vicious cycle. Yeah. And I, I really appreciated the study about The Biggest Loser because you could interpret it as being helpless. You could also say, well- It for, proved the concept of eat less, exercise yeah, more wrong. It, it was the final nail in the coffin yeah. of the 1970s, I don't even wanna call it wisdom, 1970s yeah. uh, witch doctory around weight loss yeah. that led countless people to start uh, doing marathons, even though it tends to cause inflammation around the heart. Like, like I mean, I, I'm a fan of whatever exercise people want to do, but you know what happened to the guy who ran the first marathon, right? Jim Fix, yeah. No, the first marathon was in Greece. Oh, that. And the guy ran from Athens to Sparta. I don't, I don't know the name of the two cities, but he ran 26.2 miles. And he dropped dead. And he dropped dead of a heart attack. <laughs> but he warned, you know, the enemy is coming and, and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to get healthy, to do an extended endurance event when you are carrying 50 extra pounds of weight, which yeah. is what a lot of people do. Not a good plan. It is actually masochism. Yeah, no, that study really upset me too because... Uh, you know, there was a couple of flawed concepts in there. One was that, you know, it's not normal for you to slow your metabolism when you lose weight. Well, it kind of is because if you're 300 pounds, you need to burn more calories to keep everything running than if you're 200 pounds. So, of course, that'll happen. But when they went off the diet, they didn't tell them what to do. They didn't say eat high fat. They said eat low fat, right? And just eat less. They said eat less. And... You can't do that unless you're exercising nine hours a day. You mm-hmm. can't do that, and so people gain weight back and they slow their metabolism. So their entire biology was shifted into more fat storage because they were eating a higher carb, lower fat diet, which drove the weight gain. And we know that's yeah. how this works. It's called the insulin carbohydrate 
theory of weight loss or the yeah. you know the hormonal hypothesis and it's so clear that this is powerful and i you know before i started recommending higher fat diets i never saw people get off 50 units of insulin and reverse their diabetes i never saw people lose 100 pounds and keep it off i just people would struggle and i you know i was trying to get them to do the right thing but i was for years following a lower fat set of recommendations uh, and maybe not even low fat, but lower fat. And when I switched to higher fat, I just saw remarkable things.